What up, everybody? It's your boy Joshua Edwards, live from live from my parents' kitchen on this beautiful Wednesday, September the second, two thousand twenty afternoon. How are you guys doing today? I know it's been a minute since we last talked sports. I know my last episode, episode fifteen, me and my lovely fiance uh, got on the mic on the ones and two. So this is Joshua's proximity, episode sixteen, and without further ado. Let's get lit, baby. So, for most of you that have been following me since episode one, once I first started this Joshua's Proximity, when I was first picking like Super Bowl predictions, this and that, my takes was pretty awful. I had the 49ers winning the Super Bowl championship. Obviously, they caught an L. I had Jimmy G winning the, um, had him winning the Super Bowl MVP. When it was the All-Star break, I had Team Giannis winning with Giannis being the MVP. <laughs> and they was just trash for the, you know, first couple eight, I want to say eight episodes of Joshua's Proximity. But over these last eight episodes, I think I've been on fire. So the last time that we actually talked sports, it was a big UFC fight going on between Stipe Mucic and Daniel Cormier. And as most of you know, I said that Stipe was going to knock him out in the, in the third round. But it actually went all five rounds. But Stipe Mucic still won by unanimous, unanimous decision. I didn't watch the fight because I bought ESPN Plus. But I thought once you, you know, officially bought ESPN Plus, you can get all the paper, all of the UFC pay-per-view fights. And it didn't turn out to be like that. I'm like, man, I'm not about to spend no $70 on this mid-fight that I don't really know, Stipe Mucic. I've never seen Daniel Daniel Cormier fight in person. So I'm like, nah, I'm not about to spend this type of money on this fight. But it was a good fight. Went all five rounds. Stipe Mucic won. And I also was going through, you know, my predictions of the NBA playoffs. And my first round went literally like this. I had the Bucks over the Magic in a sweep. But they went five games. Bucks still won. I had the Raptors over the Nets, I think, in six games. But they actually ended up sweeping them. I had the Celtics over the 76ers. I thought it was going to go seven games because I honestly and truthfully be- believed that Joel Embiid and Tobias Harris and even Al Horford at least could get some type of points. You know, minus Ben Simmons. I thought that it could at least still three games. But it ended up being a sweep as well. I had the Heat over the Pacers in seven, but they ended up sweeping the Pacers with ease. Um, what's your boy name? TJ Warren? Yeah, he flamed out really quick against Jimmy Butler. I had the Lakers over the Trailblazers in six, but it actually went up, went five. I had the Clippers over the Mavericks in five, but it went six games because, you know, Luka is just proving himself as a as a superstar at only age 21, which I expect him to be at least in the MVP conversation for like the next five years. I had the Nuggets sweeping the Jazz in four, but that was an epic duel, especially last night. The Nuggets went down 3-1 against the Utah Jazz, and they ended up winning four straight, literally coming down to a, a three-point shot by Michael Conley, two seconds left. And it went in and popped out. So I thought that that was a really great series, a lot longer than I expected. 
And the Rockets, they play the the Thunder tonight. Now, I, I, I originally had the Rockets in seven, and they're proving me to be a truth teller. So I hope and I pray that James Harden comes out with with a game for the ages. I predicted he's going to have 35, about 10. Got him going to the free throw line at least 16, 15 times. Letting them, letting the the, the Rockets, I mean, letting the Thunder have it. Um, I think Russell West, Westbrook is still like a game time decision. And even if he plays, his minutes is going to be restricted. So I hope that he can come and not do what he did last game, turn the ball over and make silly mistakes, this and that. But shout out to Chris Paul for repping my alma mater on his shoes in game six. So you, you know, come on now, stop playing with me. Um, but, yeah, I still got the Rockets in seven. I expect them to win tonight. But even if the Thunder win, I'm so happy for Chris Paul because he is he's repping HBCUs. He's putting them on the map. He's putting on for North Carolina. And he is also showing that the Rockets made a mistake by trading him for Russell Westbrook. But So, without further ado, let me go ahead and actually jump into, you know, the second half of the playoffs, round two. So, right now, the Heat are up on the Bucks, one nothing. I actually have the Heat beating the Bucks in six. I have been telling you guys for the longest, Giannis Antetokounmpo is the most overly hyped superstar in the history of NBA. Now, we saw in game one, he only had 18 points, and when he wasn't in the paint, he was just an average Joe. So, the Giannis hype, nah, he's not like that. He really wasn't even checking Jimmy Butler, he was only doing help defense. But I got the Heat in six. The Celtics versus the Raptor. I actually believe that the Celtics are going to win in five. Now, this this was my prediction before they went up 2-0 last night to the Raptors. I just believe that the Celtics have too much, just too much firepower between uh, Kimball Walker, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and even Marcus Smart is coming coming up to uh, to play. And Enos Cantor, I just believe that the Celtics are just it's just something about them, man. Them, them young boys can play. Uh, Brad Stevenson has them up all night, ready to play. And I just think Nick Nurse, him missing Kawhi is, is, is really, it's really showing right now. So I got the Celtics in five. So right now it's the Clippers versus the Nuggets. I got the Clippers in five. The way that the Nuggets performed last series is not going to get it cut, especially if George Paul, Paul George, <laughs> if he comes to play, if he turns himself from George Paul to Paul George, I believe that the Clippers can win in five games because the Jazz were down – I mean, not the Jazz. The Nuggets were down 3-1 against the Jazz. And if Donovan Mitchell had a little more help, the Nuggets wouldn't even be in this discussion right now. But I feel like the keys in order for the Nuggets to push this past five games, Michael Porter Jr. Michael Porter Jr. is going to have to average anywhere from 18 to 22 points. I believe that he is the key for them to to make that jump, especially what he was showing in the Seton games of the bubble. But the way that he has played against the Jazz, he was non-existent. They took him out in the last minute minute and a half of the game because he's a liability on defense. But if you get him to score and he can counter out his liability, he can counteract his liability on defense with his scoring, 
I believe that the Nuggets will be in a, a better position to put it push it past five games. But I still still like the Clippers in five. So now that brings me to the last but not least, the Los Angeles Lakers. Now, their series for the next round hasn't been set up, but I, like I stated earlier, I believe that they will beat the 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 Thunder tonight. So if they do play the Rockets, I like the Lakers in six versus the Rockets. But if somehow the Rockets find a way to lose this game after being up three to one to the Thunder, I got the Lakers sweeping the Thunder. Because the Lakers, I mean the Thunder, they just don't have anybody that can hold Anthony Davis. Nobody can check LeBron James. And then you got Kyle Kuzma, Dion, Alex Caruso, JR, all these guys coming off the bench. Yeah, they're going to get them boys up out of there real quick. So my conference, the Eastern Conference Finals and the Western Conference Finals is going to look like this. Clippers versus Lakers, Heat versus Celtics. Now this is all before the second round is finished. Obviously, we won't get into that until you know a couple couple episodes later in the show. But let me go ahead and give you my fantasy football team. Now I'm currently in two leagues. One league is just for fun, and the other league is a money league. Both 14 players. But I'm gonna go ahead and give you my roster for the league that I'm just having fun with. Got Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. Ezekiel Elliott is running back. Other running back is Le'Veon Bell. The receiver is Odell, Stephon Diggs, Zach Ertz, Marlon Mack, 49ers defense, Justin Tucker. On my bench, I got Larry Fitz, the Bills defense. I picked up Antonio Brown because I don't know what team he's going on just yet. Wink, wink. Um, Kirk Cousins is my backup quarterback. Phillip Rivers as my other backup quarterback. I got to switch him out for another receiver. I got D.D. Westbrook, and then I got Corey Davis. That's just my little fun league. And the money league, we haven't drafted just yet. But let me tell you the prize. So the winner gets $320. Second place gets $100. And it's eight spots in the playoffs. So it's three weeks <laughs> in the playoffs. Round one, round two, and then championship. So, I picked fourth in my money league. And I already know who's going to be gone. I know Christian McCaffrey's going to be gone. I know Saquon Barkley's going to be gone. I don't know who to take in that fourth spot. I mean, I got Alvin Kamara. He's probably going to be available. But his contract discussions and him missing practice with the New Orleans Saints, is just has me scratching my head like, eh, do I really want to invest in him? I know he's a great running back, but the Saints need to just go ahead and pay them. And Joe Mixon from the Bengals just got paid. Shoot, the Saints invest, invested The Saints invested in Taysom Hill, $21 million for two years. Man, they better stop playing, man. But that's just a little side note. Um. I mean, I'm looking at the teams right now, the players that I know is that might be available. Patrick Mahomes might is going to maybe available. Lamar Jackson. I have no idea. Like, I know I want to go running back. I don't know if I want to go Ezekiel Elliott or Kamara because I don't know. My homeboy, he picks the number one pick, and he's thinking he's going quarterback, but I'm pretty sure he's going to go running back. I just don't know where the second pick is going. Depending on where the second pick is going, 
it's going to let me know if I choose Alvin Kamara or like Ezekiel Elliott. But I, I plan on having my team <laughs> really running back heavy. So I think I'm going to go my first two selections. I'm thinking about going running back. Uh, if, if if George Kittle and Travis Kelsey are still there, they'll they'll be my second selection. If not, I'm going to go another running back. And then third pick may be a receiver. Or I may just go running back, quarterback, receiver. Or running back, quarter, running back, receiver, quarterback. Ah, man, I'm just, I'm just so confused, man. We draft this Sunday. I'm so freaking nervous. Um, but I'm excited because I know I'm going to win it all. So I'm go ahead and speak that into existence. Well, it looks like I'm running short on time. I think the playoffs are about to start in an hour. Um, it's game game two between the Bucks and the Heat. Like I said, I got the Heat in six. And then a couple of hours later, it's, the, it's the, the game of the day, the Rockets versus Thunder. I, I, like I said before, I got the Rockets in seven, and I'm sticking with it. So that really concludes episode 16 of Josh's Proximity. I still haven't give, given away that raffle for episode 15. I'm still going to do that. I'm a man of my word, I promise you. Um, just continue just to like, subscribe, tell me what you like, tell me what you don't like. And that's the end of Joshua Sparks Simony episode 16.